Hey parents, listen up. This quick message is just for you. I will be hosting a free webinar on helping your teen navigate social media without taking away their phone. This webinar will be on May 11th at 4.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So go to the show notes to register and I hope to see you there. Hello and welcome to the Teen Life Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Sammy, and today we are talking all about healthy friendships. Hey, you guys, welcome to the podcast today. Today I have Keisha Montfleury. That I yep. always mess up people's <laughs> last names. You said it perfectly. Okay, <laughs> Keisha Montfleury. It's so funny because it's like, I... I know, I feel like I know you because mm-hmm. we've connected over Instagram yes. and over social media for the past, what, like year and a half. Couple so. year, yeah. A couple years, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's been a while. And so then when I have them on the podcast, I'm like, wait a second, I don't even know how to say your last name. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, we have Keisha Montfleury on the podcast yes. today and I'll have you introduce yourself. I am, I'm so excited to have you on today mm-hmm. just because I feel like the work that you're doing is so great. And so I get so many questions about the topic that we're going to cover today. And so thank you for being here today and sharing, sharing the work that you're doing, because I feel like you're the perfect person to have this conversation with. Okay. So you introduce yourself. Yes, I appreciate it. I appreciate it so much. Thank you for having me on. As always, uh, I never take this um, for granted when we're able to share our message and to, to be able to share the things that we're passionate about. So I thank you, you know. Um, so like you said, my name is Keisha Montfleury and I am a confidence coach for girls. Um, and what that means right now is I am actually the founder of an organization called Handiwork LLC. And what we do is we support our um our girls into practicing having healthy confidence so that she's not given into negative behaviors such as self-harm and bullying. And um, yeah, so we do this by hosting our workshops. We have interactive workshops, virtual and, um, and in person. And then we just do like enrichment programs that focuses on the social emotional development of our girls. I think that's super important so that they're able to make sound decisions as they're growing up because we do um, workshops from all the way from five years old to the, um, to the teen years. So, um, so yeah, so giving them those tools, those practical tools so that they're able to navigate through life. Um, and I, it's very important to me because when I talk about personal development, you rarely hear that, you know, I've heard it in the professional world, professional development, but personal development for our youth, that's super important. I just started doing it as an adult and the things that I've learned about myself, you know, like it was very important to see how how I view the world, how I see things, how to navigate through life, you know, in different relationships, friendships, and different things like that. And I think we need to give our girls the tools in order so that they can, you know, grow up and make sound decisions. So they're not, you know, getting into, like I said, those negative behaviors like self-harm, bullying, and different things like that. That is in a nutshell. Awesome. <laughs> the work you do is so good. So thank you. I was mindlessly scrolling social media. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I saw your post about friendships. And so you're, yes. you're doing some work with um, mm-hmm. teaching girls about friendships. And I saw this one post and I was like, oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> so you are here today to talk about friendships and yes. the wisdom that you have about friendships mm-hmm. is so good. So I'm really, really excited to have you share. So um, before we get into all of that, I, I want to know like, why, why did you start mm-hmm. this business really quick? Ooh, thank you. Thank you for asking that. Um, and I used to get really shy about, you know, about sharing why I started what I, why I started the business. But ultimately, I started it because I myself came out of an, an unhealthy relationship that stemmed from when I really look back at the root of it, I did not have any idea on how to have healthy friendships. So later on, if you if you do not have healthy friendships. Um, later on, that's going to turn into um, decision making and relationships. And I just was not making sound decisions when it came to romantic relationships. So I came out of an unhealthy relationship. I have a background, actually, my bachelor's degree in, is in human child development. So I was working in the child development field. So I understand the importance of the social emotional um, part with our kids. Um, so I just out of need, and out of need for our children and out of basically pain that I had, I wanted to make sure that our youth have the opportunity to be able to be the best that they can be just by sharing them and giving them those tools so they don't end up in the same situation that I was in. Now, you're not going to, you know, we're not perfect. They're going to go through what they're going to go through, but it's just some things you don't have to go through. And I want them to be able to capture red flags and different things like that, that, like I said, no one really talked to me about. Um, So coming out of that, being in the field that I was in, having the experience that I have, I was just like, I just have to tell them. I have to tell our girls. I have to share this information with them so that they can have it in their belt so that they can, you know, carry it on and make wiser decisions. So it's me because I, because of the decisions I was making and I want to make sure that I want to protect our girls, you know? And I 100% agree with your passion because I'm like, things don't have to be so hard. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We we make things so unnecessarily hard for ourselves sometimes that I'm like, this work is so important. I love to hear your why just because I know why I do it, but I think it's so important. Like why, Mm -hmm. why are we doing this work? Why are we trying to help our teens? But one thing that you said, like really popped out to me. And Mm -hmm. I think this is really important, which I've never really thought of it this way is that like friendships, those are your first relationships. Yes. And if the skills in those aren't necessarily right, we're going to take those skills that we've learned in our friendships mm-hmm. and p- bring those into our romantic yes. relationships. And so, <laughs> yes. ding, yes. the light bulb just went off. I'm like, duh. <laughs> this is why friendships are so important. But I just, yes. I think that what you said is so important is that's, that is our first experience mm-hmm. with relationships is friendships outside of our family. Yes. Right. And that's how we start to learn to navigate and use the mm-hmm. tools that we learn in those to bring into our romantic relationships. A hundred percent. And that's why I look, okay. So remember earlier I was saying, I work with our young girls, you know, as young as five years old, 
all the way to our high school girls. Um, I believe that each one of them, each age group, so I do my young girls, which are my elementary school girls, my middle school girls, and then my um, high school girls. And each of them, even though we're girls, we're all, you know, we, we have a commonality and, you know, just in life and period, just, you know, walking through as, as a, as a girl, as a woman, those age groups all need something different and you need to connect with them differently. So I work with our young girls. A lot of people ask like, well, how do you teach a young girl, a five-year-old about personal development or, you know, about friendships? And for me, like I said, because my background is in child development, I use all those skills and um, to be able to create, you know, a curriculum and program specifically designed for them. And like you were saying, the realization, so don't, don't get too tripped up on yourself because that was a realization to me, like, oh my gosh, like if I would have learned how to be a good friend or how to look for a good friend, you know, that would have it just evolves later on into romantic relationships also so with our young girls what we need to do is to start to show them these skills as young as we can get them so that they're practicing these things and it just becomes a part of their lifestyle so now they're navigating and they're knowing what a healthy friendship looks like what an unhealthy friendship looks like and You can do um, something simple as paying attention to their friends. So one thing I worked at an after-school program and you have, we all have different personalities. And when you really think about that, think about the kids too. As an adult, we're different people. We have different needs. We have different love languages. We have different ways that we express ourselves. It's the same thing for for the kids. So when you look at them, when you're observing you want to ask your girl or you want to observe and see what kind of friends are she, is she attracting? You know, she attracting somebody that is a little bit more aggressive. That's that, you know, how is her friends talking to her? Is she a little bit more timid? Is she, you know, a little bit more aggressive? And when I say aggressive, we really want to think about that because she, to me, what I see is a leader, but we want to make sure that she's using her skills in a healthy way. So we don't, we don't want her bossing the kids around. We want her to be able to, you know, um, be talk to them respectfully. We want to be able for her to be able to find people that compliments her instead of people that maybe she, you know, can boss around and they're a little bit more timid. So we want to make sure that we're paying attention to the ki- the friends that they're attracting and the type of friends that they are. And that's super easy to do when they're young like that, because, you know, you have play dates, you have different things like that. And you can observe and see, and you can even ask them like, why is Jane your best friend? You know, like, what, what do you like about her? And they'll say like, oh, she makes me laugh. Um, she likes the things that I like. And, you know, you can really start to dig in to see why she's attracted to who she's attracted to. You know, and when I mean attracted, I mean like, friend, you know, friendship wise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that clarification. Yes. <laughs> yes. But you know, we all have different, you know, people that we're going to attract in our lives or that we're attracted to. Um, and we want to know the basics of it. Like why, why, why am I, you know, allowing so-and-so to talk to me in this way? Or, you know, what is it about this person that's really drawing me to them? I think it's a little bit easier to do it at that age, you know, because as you're getting older, you're already kind of stuck in your ways. So it's hard to kind of re, you know, 
relearn some things, you know, and I'm speaking for myself. That was me. (laughs) So can you tell us like, what are healthy friendships made of? Mm -hmm. Yes. I love that. I love, love, love that question. So, so, and these, the, the characteristics that I'm going to share come specifically from our girls in my class, the French, a girl's friendship code. Um, what we do is a friendship action plan. And I asked them specifically, like, what do you think a good friend looks like? And um, a lot of them, they'll say a good friend is a good listener. They're funny. Um, they're trustworthy, someone who doesn't lie, someone who's a team li- team player, who treats people fairly, they're honest, they're nice, you know, like these are the things that the girls tell me that they think is a good friend. And to me, as I look at it, I'm like, that's reasonable. I do want someone in my life that's honest. I do want someone in my life that is a good listener. I do have, I do want someone in my life. Maybe fun, being funny is important to me. And it's so funny um, because when we ask them, like, what does a good friend look like? Then they'll name all of these things. And then I'm like, okay, are you those things? You know, we want to make sure that we are a living, breathing example of what we want. So then it really allows them to reflect and to critically, critically think like, okay, if I say I want these things in other people, I've got to make sure that I am those things to people in my life too. I think I, I love to have that question asked to them because I love asking them like, are you those things? And they really have to take a step back, you know, make sure that they are practicing what they preach, basically. And so how do you how do you find those things in other people? Ooh, I think it goes back to what we're saying. Like if if I genuinely well, let me bring it back a little bit. A lot of the girl when I do ask the girls um, what's important to them, what do they think is a good friend? And they name off these characteristics. I notice because, you know, I, I built relationships with the girls. So I'll notice the things that's important to them is because they do, they are living out those characteristics. So a couple of girls that are really funny, I call them little comedians and stuff like that. They find that being funny is super important to them in a friendship. So that's a characteristic that's, that's important to them. Um, some people that are more like they love spending quality time, a good listener is something that's important to them because that's something that they do for others. So I think when you're embodying these things, when you are these things, it becomes easier to see it in other people. That's what I'm, you know, like I said, everything that I, you know, that I'm sharing is me that I have to learn within myself and I'm not able to see with the other girls. But when you're embodying these things, when you are honest, when you are, you know, focused, when you are funny, when you are trustworthy, it becomes a lot easier to see these things in other people. And like we were saying earlier, um, you're going to start to attract those type of people, you know, in your life as little, like I said, as five, six years old, you know? Yeah. You attract the type of person that you are. Yeah. I I just think that's a good self-evaluation. Like what kind of people am I attracting to myself? Yes. Yes. That's so good. That's so good. It is just, just kind of, just (laughs) kind of to remember, oh, why, if I am attracting these kind of people, what am I doing? What am I doing? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's so funny because my friend, um, my friend will have told me the same thing because I will ask like, well, why, you know, somebody that I wouldn't, you know, 
that I wouldn't want to befriend, you know, is, is attracted to me. And she's like, well, people are just people. Like if you have good, you know, energy, if you have good, people can see that people can see the intentions behind. So you're going to attract who you're going to attract, but it's on you to make the decision on whether or not you're going to entertain that. You know? Oh yes, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Her, that's so good because, yeah. <laughs> like, if if you are just like a good person and you're happy mm-hmm. and you're you're kind of like a light, I like to say that you are going to attract all yeah. kinds of people. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you have to entertain all. Yeah, like I sometimes that, that's so good because as as a young child, I didn't know that. You know, you think that whoever wants to be your friend then we're going to be friends. You know, there was, there was no boundaries. I didn't know what that looked like. I didn't, you know, so I had my friend calls it um, frenemies. Like that's not really a friend. If you have a friend who is, you know, is talking about you behind your back or not treating you so well, and you're putting up with it just because you feel like that's what you should be doing as a friend. But it's like, no, like I need to have boundaries for myself and for other people. And it's as simple as, you know, letting them know, like, I'm not going to put up with that or uh, just different. I can say that now it would have been hard for me as a child, but it was hard for me um, or as a teen also. But it was hard for me because I didn't have the tools. I didn't know how to express myself in that way. So it's like you put up with it because you don't know any better. And I think a lot of times we think that I have to say or tell them I'm not going to put up with it. Or like, I have to verbally like express that you guys don't have to say anything. Mm-hmm. Like you just stop putting up with it and you mm-hmm. pivot and you go somewhere else. Right. There yes. are no words that need to be said. I yes. think sometimes silence is, mm-hmm. is just, that's, that's an answer right there. Oh, like yeah. you don't, you don't need to return any texts. You, you just can, mm-hmm. we just like have this in our idea, in our heads mm-hmm. that like, we need to have closure or like tell them yes. oh, I'm not going to be your friend anymore. It's mm-hmm. like actions in this sort of thing. Like you just start taking the actions. Like you don't need yeah. to say anything. Yeah. That's why it's important to, to, like I said, what I'm taking them back to the friendship action plan. And literally that is just naming what, a, what, you know, character characteristics of the friend that you that you desire um making sure you're those things and then naming the characteristics that you're not going to put up with you know um and in that while you're navigating your friendship um like you said silence is um sometimes louder you know and it definitely gets the message out um but one of the things that um that is very important for us to be able to know the characteristics of a good friend versus a bad friend, um, because then you get to see things that you you get to put up boundaries for yourself, right? So I'm pretty sure during the, the length of the friendship, the silence won't just be, the person won't be um, surprised because I'm pretty sure there's going to be moments and times when you're able to share, you know, some of the things that they were, um, that they're doing or saying that you're not okay with. And then people, people, what I recognize is that you can share these things with people and it's their option on whether or not they want to step up and um, honor what you're saying or what you're, you know, what you're comfortable with. And then that is when it's time to make a decision if they keep on, you know, being disrespectful in that manner. So whenever someone goes silent is I'm positive that, you know, 
most of the time it comes to no surprise. They've done things and said things that you probably warned them about and they just didn't take it seriously. And, you know, if you don't want to listen to what I'm saying, if you don't want to be respectful, then I got to go. Like, what else can I, what else can I do? Either stick around or leave and I'm not going, my well-being is more important. I'm sorry at this point than putting up with your stuff. So (laughs) I love what you just said, because I've made it to my point in my Mm -hmm. life too, (laughs) Mm -hmm. where there's always a trade-off. And when it comes to either disappointing somebody else Mm -hmm. or disappointing myself, Mm -hmm. I always choose to disappoint somebody else. (laughs) That's so, that is so good. And it takes so much time to learn that. You know, right. like why, why stay in a relationship because you think that you're going to hurt their feelings or you think that they're, they're going to feel like not liked or something like that. Yeah. But in the whole, whole time you're in the relationship, you're like dying inside because yes. it's not something that you want to do and it doesn't feel right to you. And I'm like, yeah. disappoint somebody else a million yeah. times over before yeah. you disappoint yourself yeah. because that grows. And the more and more yeah. we do that, the more and more we tell ourselves that what we want or how we feel about ourselves or the things that are important to us don't matter. That is so, that, that is such a good point, Sammy. Like that is such a good point. Cause then that goes into, we start to, like you said, you holding that in and then you start to devalue yourself. And that to me is a huge reason why you see people putting up with the things that, um, you know, with unhealthy behaviors and unhealthy um, relationships in their lives, because they do not value themselves. And I'm not saying it as judgment. I'm saying it as somebody who has lived through that. And who is, you know, even though I am, you know, I'm constantly, um, you know, sharing with our girls, have, you know, programs and stuff for our girls. It's something that I'm having to live and to make a decision. And I tell the girls all the time, it takes practice. It takes practice. It takes me waking up, being intentional about, you know, about me and the things that I want in my life. And, you know, make sure that I stay focused on that so I don't get distracted with, you know, falling back into the trap of, you know, the unhealthy, unhealthy relationships. Because when you don't value yourself, it will show. It shows up in different ways. It shows up in your self-esteem. It shows up in relationships. It shows up in the way that you treat yourself. It's very evident. And now I can see it, you know, like I said, because I've lived through it, I can see it in others. I can see it in, you know, you know, relationships and um, different things like that. That's why it's very important for me. It's almost like, I I just want to warn like girls, you know, like let's do this because um, I don't want you guys to end up like that or devaluing yourself just because of, you know, the feelings that you feel inside when, that's not permanent. There's ways for us to be able to grow and to, to nourish, you know, nourish ourselves, you know? Yeah. One other thing is this like, Keisha, I don't know if you can relate, but this never ends. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was, I was at a lunch the other day mm-hmm. and there was one woman there who completely ignored me the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't know if like, she just thought she was better than me or yeah. <laughs> what it yeah. was, but she would not talk mm-hmm. to me. And like, I tried talking to her and like eye contact and I felt like yeah. so rejected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, here I am, I'm 40 years old and I'm, and I'm still <laughs> feeling all the same feelings yeah. that a teen girl feels. Like it, <laughs> you think it goes away, 
but it doesn't. It, it doesn't. And that's what I'm saying. Like it, I tell the girls, I'm going to be real with you. Like it takes practice. It takes intentionality. And once you know these things though, you can't go back. Like it's hard to try to go back into the self-loathing because now I know like, yeah, I'm going to have my days, you know, I'm going to have my off days, but I know the importance and I know the things that I'm needing to be able to bounce back from there and just keep it pushing, you know? Yeah. So it, it never, like you said, it just takes practice. We're human beings. We're not perfect. It's going to take time. And the decisions that you make, you can learn from it. You can grow from it um, and different things like that. So yeah. and you, when yeah. you reach my age, there's things you still don't get invited yes. to. Yes. Yes. For real. For real. <laughs> as cool as I am. <laughs> I still don't get invited to a lot of things. <laughs> okay. So tell me what unhealthy relationships are. Ooh, I think it's easy. We talked about we talked about the qualities of a good friend. It's the opposite of what, you know, like a good friend is. So we talked about um, somebody being honest, maybe somebody who lies is, you know, a dishonest person. That's really not a good friend. Someone who is mean to you or, you know, mean to others. That's a huge one because a lot of us think um, that doesn't, that's not, they're nice to us, but then we don't pay attention to how they treat other people. That's very important because, you know, we want to make sure that they are, stable in their ways you know so how they treat other people I pay attention to that also yeah um, I think that's such such a good sign yes like, yes and how are they talking about other people too yes yeah that's a big one because a lot of people think like oh you know they're talking to me about this person but they're probably talking about you to that other person we have to kind of use well, I don't want to say common sense. I don't know what the word, you know, just kind of use discernment when it comes to those things, because people are who they are and they show us who they are. We just choose to ignore it. You know, people are always honest about who they yeah. are. Yes. Yes. And like yes. when, when I'm coaching girls and they're telling me something about one of their friends and they're like really disappointed, I'm like, they're giving you an amazing gift right here. They yes. are showing you exactly oh, who so they are. Good. That's so good, Sammy. That is so good. Right. When and if we could only take it for what it is, you know, cause a lot of times we're making excuses for people. We don't have the standards and boundaries that we're needing. So uh, we don't know what that looks like, you know, um, but people will show you who they are. I call it, you know, you hear red flags and I call it red banners because banners are bigger. And I'm like waving it like that. Like you said, that's a gift. That's a gift that they're showing you. So now you can make the decision on whether or not addressing whatever needs to be addressed and taking it from there. Or you can exit and take what you, you know, learn from that. Um, and then, you know, like how we're saying, you can make that list of, I know I don't want someone who talks about other people behind their back, you know, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think, I think one thing that's important here too, is like, we, we are on a ride where everybody is constantly learning. Everybody mm -hmm. is changing just because you choose not to be friends with somebody at a certain moment in time. That doesn't mean that they're not going to change. And then like mm -hmm. later on, like yeah. you two can like be friends, right? There's mm -hmm. going to be people that come and go in your lives at certain points. Yes. And I think that you get amazing things from everybody that comes into mm -hmm. your life. Yes. It doesn't mean that 
they are always, or that they need to stay in your life all the time. Yes. I love that you said that. Cause like you said, even now as a grown woman, I'm learning that too, because it's still, like you said, it still hurts. Like figuring this stuff out. So it still hurts when you've been close to someone and, you know, like all of a sudden the friendship seems to be in a different, on a different pace, you know, or we used to talk every day and now it's, you know, um, not as intense as it was before. I still have feelings. Um, I still have to navigate through it. And like you said, like reflecting on what that person has taught me, while we were, you know, um, friends and while we were close in the time that we were close, that in itself is like a lesson learned. I've learned how to practice self-care in a different way, you know, how to maybe loosen up a little bit and go roller skating, which is something I probably wouldn't have done or, you know, go hiking or something like that because somebody has pushed me to do that or making sure that I call a little bit more, you know, um, that's important to some people. Paying attention to people's love languages, you know, and seeing how I can support that. So maybe the next person I meet, you know, maybe theirs is, you know, at words of affirmation. And now I, I have learned how to do that or quality time. Now I'm learning creative ways to make sure that I'm pouring into my friend in that way. So it's important for us to know ourselves too, um, or get to know ourselves so that we're able to recognize when somebody has been a blessing in our lives like that. Yeah. I think every relationship in your lives, whether it's a friendship or romantic is an opportunity to teach you about yourself Mm -hmm. and it changes the perspective of the reason why we have a friendship in the first place. Right. Like I did, I did want to ask you like, at what point do you know whether like, okay, I need to forgive or just be like, I'm ready to, I'm ready to move on. And this person isn't coming with me. Something that you said earlier, like you're saying, when it's time to move on, I think that is very important for us to, some people are not in our lives forever, right? Um, it's important. And it may seem like that when you're 17, 18, uh, you know, 16, you think that y'all, you know, are best friends for this school year. And then, you know, things change, people change, things change. Um, but one thing that I do want to make sure that I always tell Um, my girls is that let's be mature enough to recognize that not everyone is meant to be in our lives forever. And exactly what you're saying, as far as like, take what you can from the friendship, enjoy the friendship while it's a friendship. And some people, yeah, we're meant to be in our lives. You know, we're going to be friends for 50, 60 years. That's cool. But that doesn't happen all the time, you know? So enjoy the people that are in your life, enjoy it, take what you can learn from them. And as hard as it may be sometimes, be able to let go when it's time to let go. Um, And I think a way that you can see that um, is there can, like you were saying earlier too, like we really want um, closure all the time. And I heard somebody say, um, you're the second person I heard said this or really resonate with me, like, You don't need to have closure. Sometimes the friendship will start to change and you don't need to, you know, oh, so, you know, call the, why we, why we ain't talking anymore or whatever. Sometimes like say the words, you know, we're not friends anymore. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) For some reason that just makes our brains feel better when we're like, we're not friends anymore. (laughs) 
like just let it be like you're changing the person is changing the dynamic of the friendship is changing and that's okay like to sit in that and to reflect on you know like the um goodness that the friendship ha- friendship has brought sometimes that's all we need and then sometimes you do have where you will have to address some things and if that person, like I said, I've walked my daughter, she's 14 years old now, but I've walked her through that where a friend was being disrespectful. Um, she did not like it. She didn't know how to voice. And the only reason I figured out is because she kept talking about the girl, but I don't know, I would just, you know, my little mommy sense um, kind of lit up, but I started asking her, I didn't accuse anything. I just started asking about the friend, like, what do you mean? What kind of things is she doing that's you know, frustrating you. And she started to share. And I told her, well, what you can do is let her know what's making you uncomfortable and let her know that if she doesn't stop that, you're not going to be able to be her friend anymore. So my daughter literally talked to her a couple of times. And I think because she put it out there and both of us had like a foundation of what you know, she wasn't willing to put up with or the actions that she didn't like that her friend was doing. And I think my daughter even told her at one point, like, I already told, like, I already warned you basically. Like, so I'm sorry, I just can't be your friend anymore. And they went their different ways. But I think my daughter was confident in doing it that way because she warned her and she gave her an opportunity to be able to be more mindful of the way that she's treating her. You know, so when you're able, when you know, when you know what it is that you, the standards and the boundaries that you have, then that makes it a little bit more confident. Cause sometimes you might look at it and be like, you know what, this person I don't like, is there something about what they're doing that I don't like? I don't know what that is, but when you're writing it down and you're like, wait, you know, maybe them not being honest, you know, then I can't trust them. I can't trust what they're saying you know, and having that hard conversation with them. Sometimes it is needed, but most of the time, I promise you that is, it's just going to naturally change. And you don't have to say, I don't need to, you know, you don't have, and that is as an adult, you know, (laughs) like you said that I need a closure. And somebody told me like, why, why do you need to? And I'm like, Oh yeah, I don't, you know, so yeah, yeah. There's different ways to go about doing that. One thing that you just said, and I want the girls to hear this is you just gave us the perfect way to set a boundary and a boundary. This is the way I explain boundaries. A boundary is it's one sentence. If you blank, like you fill in the blank, right? then I will blank. Mm, Right. So you can request them to Mm -hmm. not do something. Right. But then you have the, and like you said, you request say, Hey, I'd rather you not do that. Or you hurt my feelings or whatever. Let's say they don't change. Right. We can't Mm -hmm. control people the way that. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So then that comes back to our boundary, which is if you, I don't know, this is one of my boundaries. If you yell at me, then I'm going to leave the room. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not like if you yell at me, then I'm going to punch you in the face. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But like, if you, if you yell at me, then, then I'm, I'm going to leave. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to let anybody talk to me that way. Right. And it's, it's not like I need to go into the room wherever I go and say, all right, Mm -hmm. everybody listen up. If you yell at me, I'm going (laughs) to leave. 
right? It's not, it's not like something yeah. that you need to be put on a banner, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just something that, that you have that you know that if somebody acts in a certain way, then mm-hmm. then you have consequences for yourself. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm all yes, because that's a lot of times we think about the other person, like, well, I'm not gonna put up with this, I'm not gonna do this, I'm not gonna do that. What about you? What about the boundaries for you and the standards for yourself? Like you said, letting someone know, you know, like you said, you're not going to go announce walking in the room. Listen up, everybody. If anyone of you yell, I'm going to walk out. No, like that's not what we mean. It's like when you have a relationship with somebody, maybe you're talking about it or maybe they do it. And then you let them know it will. Once we know the boundaries that we do have, then we're able to act accordingly. Sometimes you don't know until you're in the situation, you know, you don't know, like, oh my gosh, I don't like how it feels when somebody yells at me. So next time, you know, I'm going to make sure that I get this out and stick with what I'm saying. I'm not going to yell back. I am going, what did I say I was going to do? I'm going to walk out. So then the other person will take you seriously and you can take yourself seriously too. Yeah. One of my favorite boundaries is like, if a friend says this about me, I'm not going to believe them. Right. Like so often do our friends say stuff about us or we hear things about us or like, that's just, that's just one of my boundaries. Like if anybody says something negative about me, I'm Mm. not going to believe them like, or to diminish my value. Like I already know that I'm not going to believe them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But, but the consequences for me, right. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's not for anybody else. Yeah. 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 I just think that's one important thing to like, just really spell out for the girls here today is like, what is a healthy boundary and how do you set it and how do you maintain it so that you're being true to yourself? Yeah. Yeah. And something that comes up, like one of my boundaries is, um, well, you know, so when I'm on social media, um, I only really follow positive accounts. I don't want to scroll and see, inappropriate things. I don't want to scroll and see negative things. I don't want to scroll. And the, my peace is very important to me. So if I see anything on, on an account that I'm following or whatever that I just um, am not okay with, I automatically, and my sister and them, they make fun of me all the time. Like I'll block in a minute. Like I have no, <laughs> no issues blocking, unfollowing, whatever like that. But it took a minute to get there. Now I don't think twice about it. But when I am on social media, I want to see, I want it to build me up. So when I am on there, that is a boundary for myself that I make sure that I'm very protective about that, you know? So, yeah, but you don't go to that person and be like, Hey, (laughs) (laughs) I'm unfollowing you just so you know, I'm unfollowing you. You said this and this and this, and it didn't. I didn't like it. <laughs> like you just, you just block them or unfollow them and you yes, like just go yes. on your way. Right. You know, it's not like you make a big deal out of it. Yep. That's so good. Yeah, we don't, that's you're so not good. adding ne- unnecessary drama to mm, the situation. Yes, yes. Okay. So, um, this is, this is a very common problem that girls ask me about is like, what are your thoughts on if you get left out or you're uninvited? Mm. And I think, I think it's so much more 
prevalent nowadays because we have social media and if we aren't invited then we see pictures of our friends doing something and we're like oh yeah I wasn't invited so there's always kind of like that anxiety and that FOMO Mm -hmm. like yeah what do you do (laughs) um the first thing that comes to mind is we're not going to be invited to every single um party or every single event you know and I have to tell my girls this all the time um because they'll come to me oh they're having a a birthday for like 10 million birthday party in my mind it's a million but it's only making oh yeah I feel yeah 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 These, these birthday parties are going on and I've asked them you know like if there's an amount three or more or whatever that is going on you're going to have to choose one and you're not going to, you know, so, um, but that's a little different than not being invited. I know is, is a little challenging for our teen girls and our little girls, because in that moment, you know, like that is very important to them to feel included. Uh, but one of the things that comes to mind automatically is to not internalize it. And what I mean by that is to not make it about you in the sense of, oh, did they not invite me because they didn't like me? Then they not invite me because, you know, and you fill in the blank or whatever you think that they may be. Oh, I, I have lots of fill in the blanks there. Just yeah. so you know. <laughs> You're like, I have enough for that. I'm sure every, I'm sure every team listening can like write a novel about those fill in the blanks. <laughs> but there's a lot of reasons. This is the mindset that I've had to work on within the years instead of like I said internalizing it there's a lot of reasons that you may not have been invited or you may not have been included and one of the reasons is maybe they only had a certain amount of invitations that they can give out and you just didn't happen to make the cut in that way wasn't nothing personal nothing you know sometimes too um maybe the the event you know uh, maybe the friend didn't feel like it's something that you would have liked if somebody uh, bring it back to maybe hiking or, you know, like they know that I'm going to do little hikes, but I'm not going to do those major hikes. So I'm not going to get invited to that, you know, and am I going to take it personal? No, I didn't want to do that anyway. Not in that, you know, not in a mean way, but they knew I wouldn't be interested in that. So I would say the number one thing is to not internalize, you know, um, why you weren't invited, why you weren't invited to what you were invited weren't invited and then social media like you said like them showing pictures it's so hyped up it's so I just I literally (laughs) when you only see like the the good pictures or the and when people say that like it sounds all cliche but it's the truth I went to Universal Studios this um this past weekend and you best believe that I was taking pictures I'm only showing the highlights the pictures didn't nobody you know we were there like eight hours you didn't see the tired you know, Keisha, you didn't see the, you know, you didn't see that part of it. You seen the ones that I wanted you to see, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we didn't, we didn't see the Keisha cussing at her kids, telling them to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Stop fighting. I'm like, oh my gosh, my kids. <laughs> yeah. You didn't see the attitude Keisha. You seen Keisha take a picture next to, you know, on the ride she's going to get on. Like That's the Keisha like, I want to see. <laughs> So we got to be very careful. The, like I said, the number one thing is to not internalize. There could have been a multitude of reasons. Now, if you have a close friend and you feel like things are happening and um, you're constantly not getting invited, then having a conversation, having a, um, 
a simple conversation of like, hey, I noticed, you know, that every time you have events, I'm not getting invited. Is there a reason why? And that's on them if they want to answer it. If they don't, if you're not feeling comfortable, if you feel like they're not valuing your friendship and, you know, that's important to you, um, then maybe, like we were saying earlier, maybe it's time, maybe the friendship is changing. Um, maybe things are, you know, um, the season of friendship is changing. So I would not internal internalize that for sure. And if you're bothered about it, if it keeps happening, then I would definitely have a simple conversation. You don't have to confront the person. So why, you know, like you don't have to do all that. You can simply ask like, Hey, is there a reason, you know, that I'm not being invited to the things like I enjoy those things too, you know, see what they say. Yeah. So here's all the text needs to say, you guys, Hey, I love being friends with you. I've noticed I haven't been invited to a few of the things that you've done. Is there a reason why you're not inviting me? That's it. That's so cool. Sammy. I love how you give practical examples because that is what's needed. Like, I love that. I love that. Like, for real, for real. Yeah, I'm like, okay, here's it. what you say. Yes, <laughs> that is so good. Take out the drama. This is all you need to say, that right? That's so good. That's so good. I didn't think about that. That's so good. Yeah, and I think sometimes our teens just need, like, they, yeah. well, we all, we all need it, like, yes, really like a prompt out sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Um, so I, I was just thinking what you were saying. Okay. You guys, I, I, I want you to take this away from one thing that Keisha's saying is, and I want you to adopt this in, in the form of a boundary. And I, I want you to have this in your mind. If I don't get invited, it doesn't mean anything about how awesome I am or how valuable I am. Right. Like, and I want you all to adopt that boundary, you know, a part, a part of who you are. And maybe I can say even better. Like I didn't quite say it right. Like if I, if I don't get invited to something, I'm not, I'll never make it mean something about who I am. Maybe something like, I don't know. Can you fix yeah. that for no, me? I like, no, I like how you said, <laughs> if I don't get invited, it has nothing to do with how valuable I am. I love that, you know? Yeah. And just, um, just have that as a boundary for yourself. Yeah. Like that's going to happen in life. And just know, like you you set that boundary, it's there. And then like, there's no drama. And like we said, if it bothers you that much, Sammy gave you the template to <laughs> reach out. I really, really love that. I'm like, hey, she's getting the prep. Like, this is how you do it because we, need it. You know we should create some templates for certain situations. That would, that would be, be so cool. <laughs> be awesome. Here's the situation. This is exactly what you say. <laughs> I feel like we touched on so much today. Anything mm-hmm. else that you would like to say? And then like, I want you to tell us where we can find you or how we can work with yes, you. But any yes. like last few things for girls struggling yeah. with friendships? Well, definitely. I want to make sure that I always try to leave off with these three things. Okay. So number one is um, one of the most important relationships you will have is the one that you have with yourself, right? We'll always need to be caring for ourselves, valuing ourselves and investing in ourselves. This is super important. Once you do that, this sets you up for number two, healthy relationships with other people. You'll start to capture things. You'll start to, well, we talked about red banners instead of red flags. You'll start to have standards and 
boundaries and that'll become a little bit easier for you to um, follow through with and for you to see once you value yourself and you're caring for yourself and you're investing yourself. The last one, the last key to that is that all of the sex practice, you're not perfect. We're not robots. We're human beings. We are going to make mistakes. It's going to take intentionality. It's going to take you to live life in order for you to see the things that are becoming important to you, you know, to see those boundaries that are important to you, to see those standards that are important to you, um, is going to take being intentional. And I think I need to add to my list. Um, what we talked about is to not internalize, um, you know, other people's, um, actions, do not internalize other people's actions. You can only do what you can do for yourself. And like I said, once you're caring for yourself, in this type of way, you your outlook on life and the way you see things are so much different, you know, are so much different. So I would just encourage you to make sure that you are caring for yourself in that way to let you know that you are valuable. And with that value comes responsibility um, in making sure that you care for yourself so that you can be the best friend that you can be for others and the best person that you could be for yourself, you know, so that that's my last parting words that I would want to make sure that you leave off with in out of everything, you know? So good. Okay. Tell us, tell us where to find you and how to work with you. I am on everything on Instagram, Facebook, um, and the website is Keisha's handiwork. So first name Keisha's and then, um, handiwork is the business. So I'll put that together. Thought it would be easy. Um, so Keisha's handiwork, you can find me on, on Instagram. That's where I kind of hang out a lot um, the website so that you can get class information. Um, and I host different types of classes. And one of the classes that I host, um, what brought this conversation, um, in is a girl's friendship code. Um, so you can definitely check me out, check out the website, see when the next um, workshop is happening. And I'm thinking about doing a workshop where is, um, a girl and like a BFF workshop and they come together and they, um, support each other and get to know each other a little bit more so that they're able to, you know, flourish in their friendship. So I'm really thinking about doing that. Yeah. I like that. So, Can I come yeah. with, I got <laughs> to find a BFF first. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. So you can find everything on um, Keisha's handiwork, Instagram, Facebook, and um, the website. Yeah. Awesome. I love the work you're doing. So you guys, I just want you to know that we just barely scratched the surface today about kind of Keisha's program and what she's teaching in her program. So if you want the other 90% of what what she's teaching really, then go, go to her website and sign up for her classes because what she's teaching is really awesome. Thank you. Thanks for being with us today. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.